into a podcast where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. Welcome to the podcast today, guys. I am going to be sharing with you a couple of questions here today. The first one is going to be, how do you choose the best diet for you? It's a great question, tough one to answer, but I've got the answer for you. To sleep or to work out. So if you are in a job or a lifestyle where you're just constantly going and you have to make the decision, should I sleep or should I work out? We're going to go into that one. We're going to dig deep into that one. And then fasting and CrossFit or fasting and working out. Is there a place for fasting when you're working out? As you've probably heard, there's a lot of benefits of fasting. There's a lot of fasting, quote unquote, diets, if you will, right now that are gaining some popularity. A lot of gurus talking about those things. So we're going to discuss those three questions on the podcast today. But before we jump right into that, I want to speak about my partners because they help us to continue busting through this podcast week after week. The first one is the always-on activity tracker, WHOOP, W-H-O-O-P, and you can go to whoop.com and use the code ALLAROUNDJOE to get yourself 100 bucks off. But why do I wear the WHOOP? strap or the whoop activity tracker because what it does is it tells me whether or not I'm fully recovered for the day and I'm the type of person that I cannot tell and I've been studying this stuff for years so when I have the whoop strap on it will tell me if I'm green yellow or red as far as my recovery goes and that is how I'll determine how hard I'm going to push my workouts and my lifestyle for that particular day for example I'll hop up in the morning and if it's yellow, I may do, you know, half of a workout. Alright, might do an extra meditation session. Or if it's red, I might just do nothing. I might hang out, de-stress all day. Or if it's green, I might do two or three workouts that day. Especially if it's a high green because they give you a number, not only just a color. So if I get like a 90% or something like that, I might train extra hard. So I found the whoop to be just absolutely invaluable for someone like me who works out a lot and lets me know if, you know, this week has been an extra stressful week, maybe I'm only going to work out three or four times. But if my body is responding really well, then I can work out five, six, seven times. It's awesome. I highly recommend it. Go to whoop.com, use the code Joe. get yourself a hundred bucks off. Not only that, but you probably have seen the whoop strap being worn by some uh, pretty high level athletes lately. I'm not going to name any names, but just keep your eyes opened. Next up, Perfect Amino. This is a supplement that I've been taking for a few few years. When my body started shutting down and it was not digesting proteins, I was given the advice to start taking Perfect Amino. What it is is amino acids are the building blocks for proteins. So if I take perfect amino, it actually doesn't even need to be digested by my body. It just gets absorbed. And then what that benefit is will repair the muscle tissue or the tissue that needs to be repaired 
through my training or because of my training so that I don't have to worry about my body digesting the proteins. Do I want to have great digestion? I do, but at this time my body was not digesting them so I needed to figure out a way to recover. I've been taking it ever since and what has turned into is a basically obsession with amino acids and how you can take them in order to help your body recover faster. So I'm taking perfect aminos and recovering about 75% faster than I would, or let me rephrase that, I get about 75% less sore than I would otherwise. So if you get sore a lot, or if you just want to recover faster, check out Perfect Amino. You can get there by going to allaroundjoe.com slash perfectamino, and you can get yourself, I believe it's 10% off by using the code allaroundjoe. So check that out. Let me know if you have any questions. Okay, let's do this. Let's do this. We're going to start off with a question from my man Scott, and Scott is asking, how do you know what's the best diet for you? It's a great question, and I think that a lot of people don't necessarily ask that question enough. They usually just see something that's interesting or that their friend told them about or, you know, they read in a magazine about, you know, somebody got super lean or super ripped or tons of energy from this particular diet, so they go ahead and try it without thinking about if the diet is actually right for them. So it's a great question, and you should be thinking about, is this right for me, and what happens when I do certain things or eat certain things? The, the question, though, has two options as answers. The first option and the option that most people actually don't take, what, they, what people usually do is they'll try a diet, and if they get a result, positive result, they will say that it worked and it was right for them. But chances are they don't usually stick to it. It's a temporary thing, like the Atkins diet or you know the South Beach diet or whatever they're going to do. They do it for a while, they get a result, and then they bounce off of it after they've gotten some sort of result, which is not necessarily how you want to approach your diets. Everybody is on a diet. Let me start with that. Everybody's on a diet. So whether or not your diet is actually planned or whether or not you know you just eat with how you feel, it's a diet, okay? People think, oh, I'm going to go on a diet, but you're always on a diet. Your, what you put in your mouth is considered your diet. So let's start with that. <laughs> so when you decide to go on a diet, you're not really going on a diet. You're already on one, but you're going to change the diet that you're on. And if you decide to go on something, you're usually looking for a particular result. Weight loss, weight gain or muscle gain, energy increasing, that type of thing. And you usually pick that diet, go on it, and then get your result and then get off of it. Or maybe if you're hardcore like me, you might get on it and then just stick with it until it stops working or until something else comes up. But really the best way to attack this question is how to, of how to know if the diet is right for you is to really uh, track individual things because we can't have a whole diet and say whether or not that diet worked for us or not. It's about the individual foods unfortunately. So what you have to do is you have to be very meticulous about tracking what you're eating if you're going to go down this path to see what foods are beneficial for you and what foods are not beneficial for you and not helping you out. How you have to do this, unfortunately, is by taking a lot of notes. So you're tracking what you're eating and then you're noting things, energy, mood, how's my skin look, am I sleeping well? And you have to tap you have to track them for quite 
enough time to know that you can actually have some sort of a, an impact or a note that you can take as it relates to that particular food. Digestion, you know, am I gassy? How does my stomach feel? How are my bowel movements? All of that stuff as it relates to these particular things. So you have this pretty darn extensive journal that you're going to be taking on all of these foods that you're eating. And you have to be regimented about it because you, if you have completely random diet from week to week, then you won't be able to know what's actually working for you. So that's the first way. And that's the way that most people are trying to approach this, but they're not actually doing it well enough in order to make an impact. And I tried doing it this way for many years like journaling and figuring out how things were affecting me, tracking my energy levels, keeping track of all of my gains in the gym, all of that stuff. And it was near impossible, all right? You have to be incredibly meticulous in order to do this well. But the second option is that you go to a company that will actually test your blood or saliva or stool or all of them, and they will tell you what things you need to be eating in order to optimize your internal body. So you tell me, which one sounds easier and more accurate? If you said number two, you are correct. If you said number one, then you're probably just scared of doing a blood test, and I think you should get over that because we're entering a world where testing is everything, especially with the technology that we're having so you can use a company that that I use, which is Inside Tracker. You go to InsideTracker.com. You can actually use the code All Around Joe to get yourself a discount. I think Inside Tracker is fantastic. You set up, you basically go and you sign up for Inside Tracker, and then you pick a lab that is close to you. And usually there's going to be one within you know 10 minutes of your house if you live in a, a fairly large city. And you'll go in there. It takes literally. 10 to 15 minutes. And I'm talking like from the time that you go in the door to the time that you're leaving. The blood draw takes about less than five minutes. It is super easy. I've had incredible experiences with all the people that I've worked with. And then what you do is you wait a couple of days and it the blood test or the results get sent to Inside Tracker. And what Inside Tracker does is it correlates your blood test results with scientific journals around uh, health and nutrition, and what those journals tell you is what you should be eating, what foods are going to be good for you to help you improve your blood markers, and what foods are going to be bad for you that are not going to improve your markers. So you have all of this information that you can dive into. Really, our whole medical system should be based around this. It's crazy that it's not. It's crazy that every single doctor is not recommending something like this because food is the same as drugs. If you're thinking that it's any different, you're fooling yourself. You've been told a lie. So if you eat the right things, you can heal your body. You can feel better. You can sleep better. All of these things can be changed by what you're eating. It's not just about how good it tastes on your tongue or in your tummy. So check out a company like Inside Tracker is the way that I would go. I think that that is the only real way that we can test and figure out exactly what you should be eating with a high level of accuracy at this point. 
So if you're just going around trying diets, I don't think that that is the way to go. I think you should go and you should pay the 500 or whatever dollars it is for Inside Tracker every six months or so and just eat that that into your budget or put it into your budget and you will feel better. You will look better. I mean, when I did it, when I the first time I did Inside Tracker, I found out that I was basically poisoning, poisoning myself from eating too much red meat and not enough grains. Get that? Not enough grains. So I trained, and they gave me specific things to eat, speci- very specific things. So I changed my, my diet around. I actually ate more calories. <laughs> I ate more carbohydrates, and I lost 10 pounds in the first month. We're talking about like leaned up. Uh, I can kind of see my abs too. Holy crap, there's my abs. They look great. Um, by eating more carbs and uh, eating more calories. So I'm not going to go ahead and say that that's the exact result that you're going to get, but it was groundbreaking. And I had more energy, so it was fantastic. Just in a month of changing up these things that I had no way of telling whether or not that was going to be what I needed if I was testing myself. So that's what I would do, Mr. Scott, is I would go out and use a company like Inside Tracker to test your blood and figure out exactly what you should be eating without guessing. That's how you find out what diet is best for you. All right, next question comes from Pamela. What is the, what's more important, getting enough sleep or getting a workout in? Now, this is a great question. I think that people who are uh, young parents and have thriving jobs or lifestyles have this problem a lot. And I think it's really the biggest issue that we run into when people get to like their late 20s, early 30s, mid 30s, 40s, they get into these routines where they just, they stop, they make the choice of what should I be doing? Should I be, I'm really tired, I need to go get some sleep, I've been charging hard. And there's a little bit of like, you know, work-life balance and how to figure that out. And I feel like the work-life balance that we have in the United States is completely messed up and that we're spending way too much time working and not enough time on ourselves and our lives and our lives should not be our work. There should be a balance there. So figuring out that would be really essential, but I understand that sometimes you are in a position where you may not be able to figure that and you're boss expects you to work 10 hours a day and you have a mortgage and you got all that stuff and you need to figure out a way out of that but you now's not the time all right so you get home from a long day you've got kids and you're trying to decide oh shoot the kids just went to sleep I would like to go to sleep should I work out or should I go to sleep and get that extra hour or whatever it would be instead of working out the answer is you, in most cases, should work out rather than sleep, okay? Now, I'm not talking about, like, if you haven't slept in days and your body is just totally needing it. I'm talking about if you're in a routine where, let's say, that you're getting, like, six hours of sleep a night and you just are hard charging, you don't know where you're going to find time to work out. What you do in that case is you figure out a high-intensity, quick workout to do, okay? You figure out something that you can do in 30 minutes or less, and you get it done. It doesn't even have to have weights in it. It just has to be high intensity. It has to be, you know, it could be done on the living room floor there, push-ups, sit-ups, planks, whatever, and you just get as much possible intensity and work done as you can in 20 to 30 minutes. 
So you pick yourself a bodyweight workout, or if you have weights, you go and you, ha- you get that in. But the idea here is to get it done quickly. So you're going to get it done in a short period of time. You're going to bring the intensity. You have to be careful with the warm-up. So maybe you like start doing a workout and your early rounds of the warm-up or the early rounds of the workout are the warm-up and you increase the weight and the intensity as you get into it. You know, as you get to like five, six, seven minutes, you increase the intensity, but you're pretty much moving for that whole period of time. And then when you look back on your day, you spent 20 or 30 minutes working out and there you go. Or 20 minutes working out, 10 minutes hopping in the shower and there you go. I would say ideally you do this first thing in the morning. That would be the ideal So you hop up and you just start moving right away yourself into that routine. Um, Doing it right before you're going to fall asleep is probably not going to be the best thing for your body as far as, you know, getting your hormones all revved up and then uh, trying to fall asleep. Some people can pull it off, but I would say first thing in the morning, if you could shift your, your body that way, would be the ideal but definitely, definitely, definitely working out over sleep, getting, if it's, you know, the difference between getting a, a high intensity workout in 20, 30 minutes and getting an extra 20, 30 minutes of sleep, you just, they're not equivalent. The workout is going to be so much more beneficial for you. And it will actually, it should increase the potency of the sleep that you get, even if it's 20 or 30 minutes less sleep. So I hope that answers your question, Pamela. Get that workout in and get your body moving. Yeah. Okay, next workout come or next question. Next workout. Go get a workout in. Next question comes from Ray. And Ray is asking about fasting and CrossFit. She she's been hearing a lot of buzz about benefits of fasting, but how do you approach it while doing intense training like CrossFit? And it's a great question, Ray. And a question that I've gone to or asked myself and had to f- try to figure it out because there is a bunch of benefits of fasting. There's, it's been shown that it is, it can help with cholesterol, blood sugar, insulin sensitivity, um, blood pressure. It it can be like a reset for your cells, depending on how long you do it for. So there's definitely some benefits. You just have to figure out exactly when the best time is for you to do this particular fasting. Because if you're doing a high-intensity training like CrossFit, you can't expect to be fasting and having quality workouts. (laughs) So the way that I approach this with doing a high-intensity training is I have a semi-fasting approach on a daily basis where I try not to have any food for the first few hours of waking up. Okay, so I might wake up at like seven or eight o'clock and I'm definitely not going to consume any food until about 10 or 1030. That's the first little thing that I've found is it works. And then I will also play with fasting on my days off from the gym and not every day off from the gym. But for example, last Sunday, um, I got up and we had some some things to do uh, like chores So what I did is I just went ahead and started doing those particular things. And next thing I knew, it was like 2 p.m. and I hadn't eaten anything yet. And I was okay with that. You had the the tough part, though, is sometimes and a lot, I say a lot of times for people like us that are working out a lot, our body is so used to getting the fuel that when we don't have the fuel, we're going to feel like we we're not 
well, we're, we're not going to feel good. And people around us are probably going to notice that we're not feeling good because we haven't eaten. So you have to override that in your brain. You have to tell yourself that it's okay, that I don't feel good, or I feel like I should get some food in me because I'm trying this fasting thing because I know that that's going to be beneficial. So take the time to do that. Try and fit it in these interesting little places. Especially interesting is like, let's say when you go, uh, when you're traveling, right? When your schedule gets thrown off, try it then. So let's say you do, you know, travel to the, the East Coast and your schedule gets thrown off. Try fasting until the, amount, the time that the next meal should come on that time zone. Or fasting for the rest of the day going to sleep, and then starting your eating that following day. So that's also an interesting way of playing with fasting in order to adjust your time zones. But is there an ideal way of doing it with something like CrossFit? I don't necessarily think that there is a perfect ideal way of doing it. I think that it's a little bit tricky and you can try things like like I do in the morning for a couple of hours or maybe if you're taking... The other time would be do it if you're taking a week off every now and again. You can try doing a longer term fasting at that particular time. Or you could try doing it while you're doing your high intensity training. But you just have to know that when you're doing that, you're probably, I I pretty much guarantee you're not going to feel good. You're just not going to feel good, unfortunately. So you go, you do what you can. You get the benefits, you know, of training, and you get the benefits of fasting. You do your best. You try and fit it in when you can, and that's how I would approach fasting and high intensity training, and how I do approach it. So I hope that was beneficial for y'all out there. And if you have any questions, please drop those questions on my Facebook page at facebook.com/allaroundjoe, and I'll be happy to answer them on a future podcast. Um, and be sure to check out my social media channels. I'm heavily, heavily hanging out on Instagram these days at All Around Joe. And make sure that you check out my my partners, Perfect Amino and Whoop. And if you use the code All Around Joe for those guys, you can get yourself a sweet discount. So I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. The All Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement joke. I will see you on the next podcast.